0: As we continue to look back at the year in U.S. Rugby Happy Hour Live, Fitzy and I experimented with a new jingle for the show. We think it's Grammy Award-winning type stuff. Or maybe I do. Uh, what do you think? Here it is, nice and quick.
1: Welcome to the show where the stars come to glow. U.S. Rugby in the house, ready to put on a show. Bill and John, the dynamic duo, talking to the mic, bringing you the biggest names, shining bright like a light.
0: See, told you. I mean, that's the best free AI uh, uh, money can buy. And the two guests in today's Best Of episode, they agreed. You'll hear it near the end of the episode. They called it out. They love the new jingle. Uh, we'll probably never do it again. Anyway, so those two guests are Rachel Johnson and Mata Hingano. They joined us from South Africa right in the middle of the inaugural WXV competition. And Hingano was fresh off her USA 15s debut and player of the match honors in her first match. So she talks about earning those, you know, that first cap for the 15s. Mind you, she's got a bunch of sevens caps as well and she talks about her future rugby goals and who on the team has been the most helpful in her progress. Let's just say we needed to nudge her a bit to say something nice about Rachel, who was sitting right next to her. <laughs> Rachel also discusses the importance of these tournaments like the WXB in the growth of the women's game playing for multiple usa coaches of of late you know they have a number of interim coaches and a new coach coming up this next year and the 2023-24 pwr season with extra chiefs so give it a listen you won't be disappointed joining us all the way from cape town south africa let's all please welcome rachel johnson and mata hingano hey you two
2: hi hey guys how are you yeah we're doing good um yeah we've been training this week to prep for italy and we had a little meeting stuff this morning but had an off day this afternoon so it's been good
0: to recover and refresh Oh, good it looks like you're having a little fun down there at least nice safari recently oh
2: yeah we got to go um out about like an hour and a half away from cape town and got to see some animals um yeah really cool to see some giraffes zebras it was a really neat experience. Lions.
0: Lions. <laughs> Did anyone jump out of the truck, out of the car, and try to chase down a lion or something? I mean.
2: <laughs> Almost definitely <racing. laughs>
0: Nice tackle. Open field tackle. Come on. We can do it. <laughs> nice. That was that was on the right. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So let's jump into it. Uh, Matt, I, I apologize. Fitzy will we'll let you know I'm really bad with names. Did I pronounce your name properly?
2: Oh,
3: that was perfect. Woo! All right, and I'm really bad with names. All right, that's too. The end
0: of the show. That's the end of the show. Thank you. For, no, <laughs> <laughs>
1: we're done. <laughs> all
0: right, Matthew. Let's first of all, congrats on earning your first fifteens cap against Samoa, and top it off, player of the match honors. I mean, how do you top that? <laughs>
3: Right. I don't know. Honestly, I don't know what came over me, but <laughs> I was honestly just really excited. <laughs> I think it was the anxiety, too.
0: <laughs> do, you, do, you,
3: <laughs> getting
0: do you remember the 80 minutes? Do you remember the time you were out there?
3: <laughs> oh my gosh. Was it 80 minutes? <laughs> was it? <laughs>
2: she was just like, crazy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you know, we saw you, you missed out on debuting against Wales. Uh, can you talk about that at all? What kept you out of that match? And also, was it enough where you were worried you wouldn't be down in South Africa?
3: No, yeah. Um, I had, so that um, training week leading up to that match, um, I had, like, kind of had a mild accident, happened to my neck in the contact mm. drill. Um, and this was, like, hence of coming back from, you know, my rehab, surgery, post-herniated uh, disc um, right. and everything. So... Um, but that happened Tuesday and I was still able to just finish practice and training and it felt fine but like leading up to Thursday we're in the gym Mm -hmm. and I was trying to do chin-ups and after my second set um, I just like had this huge flare up in my neck, and I like lost range of motion, and everything started to like go downhill Ooh. from that. So they're like, "What Friday they um, had asked me like my final decision." I was like, "Oh yeah, no way, I can I can't play this game for sure." And so they're like, "Okay, well they didn't really know what was going on, so we they scheduled a, um, an MRI after that match, mm. um, and so yeah, I just kind of like just." thinking about missing the that match i honestly wasn't too worried about right. it because at this point like i was just trying to put myself first um and so i kind of was like i had this whole planned out too like okay when i get my mri scan um whatever the result is if it's bad news i'm definitely gonna go home and try to go back to my support system that you know the people that brought me back Mm -hmm. out here um go to them and but if it was good news then um i would definitely like push to continue to play
0: yeah and well done rachel you down with the wxv two matches in, you know, can you talk about the team's performances thus far? Not the wins or losses, but just overall performance, you know, you played in two very physical matches.
2: Yeah, definitely. I think physicality is a big thing for us. Um, I think coming into this group, um, we'll probably get into this later on, just like with changes in coaching staff and everything like that. I've always believed a lot in this group, but I just think we need a little bit of, of clarity in our game plan. So I think it's been... Um, Super encouraging to see some of our attack and set piece structure coming together as a group Um, I think like the next bits are just about getting those connection and confidence pieces Um, But I think we've had um, Some more successful set piece than we've had in the past So that's been awesome to see the work the Fords have been putting in and then just more More cohesiveness and I think just being on the same page of what we're trying to get into in our attack structures. Mm -hmm.
1: And then, Rachel, looking forward to uh, – looking towards this weekend, a uh, almost like a grudge match maybe against Italy. They're they're atop the standings on the WXV2. Um, they've won both their matches. But this is a team you've played before, right? Rugby World Cup um, just last year, a really close, tight match there. I guess kind of what are – how is the team preparing specifically for Italy? And is there maybe some unfinished business from, from potentially the last time you guys played each other?
2: Yeah, no, definitely. That came up in our team meeting actually yesterday. You know, we can talk about the the technical and tactical bits, but there's definitely an emotional piece to that. Um, mm-hmm. Italy's yeah, yeah. a good side. Um, they, I think sometimes are a little bit underappreciated in the news, but they're a good side and they are contracted and they've been training together um, and they play creative, fun rugby. Um, but I think, yeah, that loss at the World Cup was tough. And I think... Uh, the players that were there for that are definitely still holding on to that. And then I think the new players in the group can feel that from us. And the intent and energy this week has been super focused. And I think because of that.
1: Yeah, you, you brought up a real good word there, contracted. Those players are certainly contracted, which is, which is awesome, which is great to see for the growth of the game. For Italy, what do they do so well?
2: Yeah, I think they play a really uh, game that's focused on continuity. Um, they keep the ball alive really well. Um, they have um, some nice skills and a good kicking game, but I think what is threatening about Italy is they just want to play. They'll play out of their 22, they'll play out of their 10-meter line. Um, So, just defensively this week, we've been putting a lot of pressure in that and our connection pieces, because we know that more likely than not, they're not going to kick us the ball back, and they're going to want to play with ball in hand, so we need to make sure they regret that decision. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Awesome. Uh, Looking back at last week's match against Scotland, just want to compare that maybe to the Samoa match before. What was different? You know, obviously, other than the score, you know, what did Scotland do that Samoa couldn't, or or what did you feel like the, the your your squad wasn't able to do that resulted in in the outcome against Scotland?
3: I feel like their defense was well connected, especially coming from like the inside defense was well connected. Um, their scrum piece, yeah, I feel like they're really structured in, in their attack and their defense and they had like great finishers on the edge too. They had a really good like threat in their back threes. Not that I'm saying Samoa did it because they also did too. (laughs) Uh,
0: And with that said, if you're live here on this app, you can come up here and ask a question as well. And uh, we do have someone up here.
4: Hello, for the Eagles um, overseas, I I just had a question. Um, I may also take this time to say, um, I wanted to congratulate the US Women's Rugby and what they're doing. I think it's really phenomenal. I'm a podcaster from the UK. I was going to ask, what's your thoughts on the new world rugby plans, uh, for the, the new series that's going to happen with the tier one nations and the tier two nations being kept separately. I believe you touched on it just briefly, but how do you think this will impact both men's and women's U S rugby negatively or positively?
0: Uh, yeah, we did briefly talk about it at the beginning. We're definitely going to have a bigger show about it next week, but, uh, it's a good question. Fisher, you want to touch on that for a minute?
1: I think, uh, it's going to, there's going to be a lot of changes. Um, one, I think just more consistent, uh, matches on the calendar. I think some folks may be unhappy that, you know, quote unquote tier two nations, you know, talking about Uruguay and Chile, the South American nations, uh, weren't grouped into that Pacific Nations Cup, but it sounded like they opted out because there were some Reg Nine, um, issues there. I think on the women's side, it was buried in the news a little yeah. bit, but, and maybe Rachel and, and Maddie can, we can clarify some of that for us too, but it sounds like the, um, international release windows have been cleared up so there's not a conflict between domestic and international competitions which i think is uh which is great to see and look there's it's we're going to be talking about this a lot over the next what four five six years that uh, i think we're only at the beginning of all of this but uh you know we're excited to see you know what will come and look it's not a perfect plan but it's it is a plan
4: yeah, I, I completely agree. I, I believe when you look at the America in terms of the athletes that your country produces, they're honestly the best in the world. And I believe that if you guys were able to maybe get, you know, more consistent games against the Tier 1 nation, the New Zealand, the South Africans, that would really go a long way in terms of, you know, bolstering not only the support at home but then i think that that match experience that's really really vital i think to to you know uh maybe even go and win a world cup in a few years time you know that that's crucial
0: yeah 100 yeah, percent. i appreciate that question um listen we're, we're definitely going to do a whole show on this next week and it, it's uh, timely we may even do it later this week but um we'd love to have you come back man and and check in with us and be a part of it so when You see those notifications, um, yeah, join us, that'd be awesome. Thank you so much, thank you for your time. Greg. Yeah, thank, thank
4: you. This shows, thank you so much. Yeah, thank thanks for tuning much. in,
0: Rachel. Uh, specifically, Rachel, because you've been with the program longer, just to touch on what he was saying, uh, have you been following this news? Have you been paying attention to maybe the, the women's aspect of this announcement from World Rugby? What this means to the women's program?
2: Yeah, um, I think. I think the main thing I want to say, and you touched on this a little bit in your intro, I think consistent scheduling um, is, I mean, I can only really speak to the women's game, but is good for the women's game, and especially for USA Rugby. We need consistent games, and I think that they'll always be back chat and whatnot to something that's new new things are are different so people are going to have their opinions about it but it takes a little while to get into the flow of things and i think what's nice for planning is it doesn't just help with navigating our own schedules whether that's with club based in the u.s or in the uk um helps with those sort of windows but it just helps preparedness and it gives you as an athlete like an idea of what's up ahead Mm -hmm. um And I also think that regardless of who you're playing, we need consistent games throughout the year um, and we need time together. And I think when the schedule is constantly changing, um, none of us are professional. We all, whether we do, you know, remote work or work in person, the more games we have, the more time you're going to need off of stuff. And so the more planning you can do ahead of time will just make everyone a little bit more prepared and allow us to at least act more high performance in a non-professional state.
0: Yeah, well said. Uh, and, and and thinking about you know, looking at, say, world rankings, um, generally speaking for this team, uh, are, is that important for the team or are you just more concerned with, you know, improving as a team or if that means even if that means climbing the ranks even better?
2: Yeah, I mean, we're competitors and so ranking always matters at the end of the day, but it's not. The forefront for mm-hmm. me, I'm definitely performance based, but the rankings is not the front of my attention. I believe in this team, and I think given the right structure, we can perform really well and we can win games. And so I want to see us with consistent coaching, consistent game plan, and then I w- will be a little bit more harsh on my judgment of our performance. Yeah. But I'm much more in a performance based than I want us to win games more so than. Climb rankings, but those things are connected, but not exactly the same thing. That
0: uh, yeah, sense. it does. And, and Matt, uh, you know, let's talk about your Eagles teammates for a moment. I mean, no pressure. Rachel's right next to you, but are there are, are there any <laughs> <laughs> are there any teammates that you can point out? You, know, you mentioned about support system a, a moment ago. Any teammates that you can maybe point to who have maybe acted kind of like mentors to you, or just have really been important for you to help you along the way.
3: Yeah, um definitely our very own captain Kate Zachary. Um as my 13, she's definitely helped me coming from like a 7s background majority of the time into like a 15s experience like she's helped me understand my role more and understand like just to like understand what the plays and everything that happens on the um on the field and like what's what's accurate of like game plan wise. Um of like tools mm-hmm. to use and so she's definitely helped me a lot of just like understand because I'm just a just tell me is, it, tell me in a way of just explaining it simply and she she, she does just mm-hmm. that so yeah Kate, Zachary, who else you think of? I just feel like uh, the rest of, I can't really point out Rachel. like but just mainly her Ra- right. oh, Rachel, Rachel.
1: <laughs> <laughs> something nice about Rachel
3: <laughs> her energy and just her presence on the field gets me going <laughs>
1: <laughs> I feel like Bill set you up for that question, but no, that was great um, <laughs>
0: too easy. Too easy. Yeah, thank you. Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, well, well Matt, you are—you know—you're familiar with a number of the players, right, on the squad from you know playing with them as you were coming up, right? One name that comes to mind. Et, you you play Et. You played with her at the 2018 U20 Tri Nations Cup. That's that's hard to say, but did it help to see a lot of familiar faces when you joined the Women's Eagles camp?
3: Oh, most definitely. A lot of them I've played against. Um, growing up, especially Eti, like she growing up um, throughout my high school, cause she's from Sacramento Amazons and I'm, I played with Danville Oaks. And so she was part of our pool for like competitions. And oh, my gosh, I like dreaded having to go against her. <laughs> but like she's definitely helped out like um, being able to like play against her and play with her throughout like all American camps and high school camps. Like it's, that's definitely helped. Another name, um, Emily Henrich. Mm-hmm. Um, I played with her majority of all my high school um, rugby journeys. And who can I also think of that's, you know, my age. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, yeah, just a lot Gabby Contorna, like, we've definitely, like, come a long way with a lot of these higher performance camps. Um, and so I think that's what's definitely helped me have that connection already with these girls. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And then, Rachel, kind of to f- flip that question back to you, kind of just looking at the, the younger players on this roster, a, a few, yourself included, headed over to the Women's Premiership Rugby after this tour. How do you feel about the future of the team?
2: Yeah, I think there are hopefully big changes ahead um, with how homegrown rugby um, is run, whether that's in the age grade or in the domestic league um, or in our university programs. Um, I think the more we can move through some sort of like cohesive pattern with that, that's going to be great. Um, But it's really awesome to see some of the raw talent that's coming up through the youth. Um, obviously Frida has been a threat since she's first come up on the scene. Um, but some other players like Mona is even newer to rugby, but is really taken to it and has some, yeah, it's a powerful player. Um, and so I just hope that we can continue to support those players as they develop in the U S um, whether that's in the university or the club scene. Yeah.
1: And, and, and staying on the topic of the team, I mean, there's there's been um, a lot of turnover, maybe or, or change, right? Three head coaches of late, possibly maybe a, a forthcoming. I don't know. You know, whatever happens with um, with Milton if he stays on full term. But how does the team? How has the team handled really the maybe the constant changes? I guess over the last few years, and, and not even talking about you know COVID, you know, wrecking two of those years. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I'd be lying to say if it wasn't hard, um, yeah. but um, <laughs> just to be completely blunt, um, <laughs> I think what – I've said this a little bit, so I don't want to sound like a broken record, but um, I think we have like a lot of raw talent. I think we have um, – A varying degree of technical and tactical experience Um, but we really need a cohesive dna that brings us together and i think some of that can be brought by the players and the way that we want to play but having a consistent coaching staff um is a big part of that just because there's there's no right way to play rugby um there's lots of different philosophies that different people bring to the game and i think when you're constantly having turnover in some of those leadership roles you're you know having to adapt and figure out how do you bring your personal style into the team style um but on that note i think as a playing group although we've had our ups and downs i've always thoroughly enjoyed my teammates um on usa rugby and i think through the hard times um and difficult times that we've had um through different barriers it's been my teammates that kept me coming back um and like a belief in what this team can do together even if those that personnel changes a little bit um and I don't know how Mata feels about that but I've always really really enjoyed the the off-field times together that we get to have and I just want to we always talk about like how good culture leads to good performances and I just really want to see that connection piece start to happen
3: (laughs) as long as I have my one-on-one one-on-one dates with
0: But Rachel, I'm all good. Good. Uh, Rachel, uh, let's talk WPR for a moment here. Um, Are you heading straight to Exeter after this weekend? Um, And also, you know, talk about the Chiefs going into the season.
2: Yeah, super excited to head back to England after this Cape Town's been amazing Um, and yeah, we will leave after the game and me and Gabby will both head back to Exeter Um, we have like a little bit of a, a deload week and then I think in three weekends times then we'll head into our first, um, Prem game So that's exciting for the new season Um, a little bit of change up in the squad Personnel is mm-hmm. always changing in the Prem Um, but so yeah, I'm excited to see. Um, I also coach at Exeter University, so it's been really awesome. The oh, cool. the cup the cup championship happens while we're away, um, and so quite a few of our uni girls at Exeter have been coming into the chief squad during the the cup round. So that's been awesome to oh, have a look at their games and see their development. Um, yeah. And I think we have something to change around with our staff. We got a new coaching member um, with some counterattack stuff. So I'm excited to see how those pieces come together when all the the people come back into Chiefs together.
1: Yeah, hey, Rachel, you mentioned some personnel changes. One, of course, being your USA teammate Kate is now with Ealing. How, how, I mean, how big of a departure is that for Exeter? And is it just a next player up type of mentality?
2: Yeah, I mean, Kate's a tremendous athlete. Um, and I know it was like a tough decision for her. But I think that it's important to remember that we're always like more than just rugby players. And there's sometimes lots of other aspects in people's lives that um, impact the decisions of where it's, it's best for them to, to live and carry on life. So it's important that we support each other in those decisions. Yeah. Um, And it'll be a definite change up to to play against her instead of with her. But I think that'll be a a fun thing that we'll both be excited for.
0: Matt, uh, what are your aspirations after WXB is over? Are you any chance you're moving overseas back to sevens? You know, I'm going to throw more stuff at you. Future goals, 2024 Olympics, 25 World Cup.
3: (laughs) Yeah, no. Yeah. Um, After this, I just go back to the sevens program and continue to train and help prepare for the gold medal for the Olympic team after this.
0: You know, I was thinking back. uh, I was looking at some of your history, your high school you know uh multiple levels of all-american sides i mean on the very first all-american side u 20 side um and i don't want to say this and sound rude whatever, but it's been a number of years for you to get your your crack at the 15 senior cap or, or get to this level uh was this always your goal really to, to senior side 15s nothing against sevens obviously a very very important and i hope you keep doing that too um but was this your outlook and was it getting to the point like did you ever think okay this is getting discouraging am i never gonna get my chance
3: no right. Um it's funny that you say it's like it's not rude at all because I kind of thought that like with all the camps and like mm-hmm. the tournaments I've been I felt like I've always had my camp from the start. <laughs> so like I felt like, well, oh, this is nothing new to me. I thought I already had it. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> but um yeah, no, I, it's yeah, just going along with what you said. Um Actually, okay, what was your question again?
0: <laughs> uh, did you think this moment would ever come? <laughs> 15s. Mark. Yeah,
3: yeah. Um I I honestly didn't think uh I'd be back here with 15s to be honest. I thought I'd just be with 7s and continue to help the team um and myself into going into the Olympics. So, yeah, this was just all when I heard when I heard that they wanted me to join into this tournament, I was just really shocked because yeah. wow. I was just I was literally just coming back from a I was literally coming back from my rehab journey of with my neck and knee. So
0: Well yeah. Well, welcome. I, I think you've proven you belong here. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. All All right, right. So... How
3: many years?
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right now. Go home. No, I was kidding. Uh... <laughs> All right, I'm done. <laughs> Hang the booth. <laughs> right, so so Fitz is gonna wrap it up with some really, really important questions. The kind of questions that can get you in a lot of trouble with your teammates. Go
1: Fitzy. <laughs> we love those questions. We love those. All right. This is this is a two part question, and both can answer um, this as well. Okay, who is the funniest? Who's the funniest person on the team? And then who thinks they are the funniest person on the team?
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think they both just spit on the phone.
2: <laughs> uh,
3: funniest person to me is. I feel like the funniest person is Frida.
2: Yeah. Mm. Frida's pretty funny. She makes a good meme. So you never want to be caught, caught Mm -hmm. out because she'll put that into picture form. (laughs) And I think not exactly the question, but I think Benny definitely makes people laugh. (laughs) Sometimes indirectly.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Very good. Very good. Um, Who is the best teammate to room with? And then who's the worst teammate to room with?
2: um we get pretty lucky with our roommates because we normally get to do a little request thing so my roommate's actually here right now she's been listening to the interview gets, so would you say she's your worst?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah no. you did not answer the question um,
2: no <laughs> bulo is an excellent roommate We've, we found our flow and vibe together Yeah. um good balance of of together time and then also you know solo together time <laughs> Um so yeah, she's she's a great roommate for me I would say
3: I want a roommate with Bulo, but <laughs> I actually love my roommate, Autumn Saplicki. Shout out to Slick Saplick. <laughs> so that
1: that's a, so that's a good question. Who's got the best nickname on the team?
3: Ooh. Who does have I'm there's trying to think name. of all the nicknames. There's there's Slicks
2: <laughs> But who calls her that? Only I do. <laughs> that's um, I mean, I have to be talking about my own roommate, <laughs> but she's really good at making her own nicknames up. One day. Um, There's Han. Below goes by a lot of stuff, B, but she just one day was just like, I think you guys should start calling me Baz. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: you can't I can't pick know your a own nickname. People <laughs> that can does that? create
2: their own nickname and make it really catch but, but she's made it caught on, so props to her. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Is
1: there a. Um... And you can answer this if you want if if you want to or not, but there are um, when I any team that I played on, we used to always make fun of how people said, some of the teammates said certain things because they either had you know they had funny accent. they're from the you know they're from the south or the midwest. Who has got the best accent on the team? And let's hear an impression.
2: Um, so one day on the bus, our teammate. Charlie was asking people to stop saying things, and she's from Chicago, and she says, "Stop like this, <laughs> stop, <laughs> stop." Uh! <laughs> and then the whole back of the bus, you can just hear this like kind of like bird style call and response: "Stop, stop." <laughs> <laughs> we um, love it, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was a crowd favorite. <laughs>
1: Oh, that's good. That's fun. No, it sounds like you guys have a, a great culture there and you can on, on light times, you know, have fun with each other. So that's that's cool to hear. Bill, that, that's it on my questions, unless we got one more well, silly question.
0: Uh no, I just wanted you guys to let uh know uh congrats on the Berkeley season. I know they came up a little short this year, she's probably pissed off about that, so I won't say any more. Uh <laughs> 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 Did I get a middle finger there or something. Okay. Uh, let <laughs> yeah. me <Lady> for life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, Listen, you two. Rachel uh, Matta, thank you so much for joining us. This has been a blast. Uh, I guess one last question for you what's on the docket tonight team events are you looking to look for like a meat pie restaurant i know that's more new zealand thing but <laughs> what's going on tonight new
2: zealand thing uh no tonight is just about rest and recovering we had a nice little movie night last night watched some mama mia after training oh. um and tonight yeah just might go around to mama mia too yeah Mamma <laughs> mia too maybe a face mask um but no we wanna we wanna really prep for italy so it's kind of you know not super exciting stuff for your fans but yeah we're just doing prep work tonight
0: maybe a a little, maybe, Italian job of better film to put on something. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, we'll request that to the manager.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, guys, thank you so much. Uh, good luck this weekend and and good luck with after this weekend as well.
2: Thank you so thank much. You and guys. also, the first jingle was way better
0: than yes. the second. Uh. <laughs> 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 it, was really it, was it was really good. Well, you heard it there. I guess we're going with number one. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I all right so.
2: Thank you so much.
0: All right. Thank cheers. You. Thanks again.